I recently had a leader reach out to me that had a situation with someone inside her organization. Um, She leads thousands of women in this organization and this particular person was causing pretty much, it was a pretty cancerous situation because it was what this particular person was doing was spreading inside of her entire organization and causing a lot of turmoil, a lot of drama and a lot of unnecessary pain inside her organization. And she knew that she needed to reach out to the gal and have a conversation with this particular person, but she didn't quite know what to say and and how to handle the situation in, in a manner that would actually solve the situation and not create more drama. And so she reached out to me and, and asked me for my advice. And, and after our conversation, she actually said to me, you know, what you just said, you need to put on your podcast because this is, that is exactly what I needed to hear. And I think more people need to hear it. So here I am sharing my nuggets of wisdom with you. And I will tell you this is the reason why I'm sharing this is not because I haven't had any problems with people. It's because I have had problems with people. You know, I've, I have led and I still lead thousands of women inside my own organization. And I also have another program um, where I'm coaching thousands of other women, you know, to put themselves first and to get physically, mentally, emotionally fit, fit from within. And inside these organizations, you know, I'm obviously dealing with a lot of women and a lot of times when you're dealing with people, you're going to have sticky situations and it's about how to, how to handle those situations in a manner that really gets the outcome that you want. And so the first thing that I share with my friend is I said, you need to first let your emotions subside before you decide. This was something that's really important because when your emotions lead you to make the decisions to talk to somebody, you're going to be led by your emotions. You're not going to be led from a place of wanting the best and you know the best results, the best outcome for the situation. You're going to be coming with your emotions. And when your emotions take a toll and when your emotions are involved, it gets really sticky and it can get really heated really fast. I'm sure you, as I'm saying this to me, you're like, yep, been there, done that. When your emotions take over, you're not really getting to a place where you're wanting the actual results to take place because your emotions take over the actual results that you want. So I said, the first thing you have to do is let your emotions subside before you decide. So before you call up this person, make sure that you're not, you know, all upset, make sure that you're not sad, make sure that those emotions have taken a rest before you make the call. I even told her this, I said, you know, when my kids act out, I don't quickly go to punishing, you know, to, you know, disciplining them. Um, punishing them is a bigger word, but I don't quickly go to disciplining them because my emotions are there. And I know that my emotions will take over and I might go crazy. So a lot of times what I'll do is I'll, I'll, I'll calm down, you know, I'll be like, Hey, what you just did was not okay. You need to go to your room. And I have them go to their room because I need, I need my emotions to calm down. I need my emotions to subside before I go and I correct my child. So same thing with this situation is it's obviously she's, you know, very emotional about the whole situation. So she needs to make sure that her emotions are at a, at a cooling place before she goes and makes the call. And the second thing I told her is visualize, visualize the outcome before you make the call. And here's why that is so important. 
you need to visualize the end of the conversation, not the start. Because how you see the end, how you see the result, how you see the outcome of the conversation is how you're then going to start the conversation. I wish someone had told me this a long time ago because I had to learn this the hard way because I am a no BS. This is who I am. Straight shooter. And so I just am, I'm, I guess my strength and my weakness is my strength and my weakness is that I'm, I'm a straight shooter and I just, I call it how it is. And so when people would ask for my feedback, I don't think about, you know, making it fluffy and putting in a bunch of frosting on top and giving them a bunch of, you know, deposits of how wonderful they are. I'm just going to give you your, your constructive criticism and I'm giving you that because I love you and I, I want you to grow and I want you to excel and be successful. So I'm going to give you what I see that you need to change because I love you. And what I realized in some of those conversations is that some people, a lot of people don't respond to that very well. They need you to, one, visualize the outcome. Well, the outcome is that I want them to take the feedback and to grow. I want them to give, get the feedback that I give them, and I, I want them to, to use it and then to grow and to be more successful. Well, if that's the result that I want, then maybe I first need to see how they will respond to the feedback that I give them. So there may be people in your life where you start the conversation on a positive place. And that's pretty much every single person. Hey, I first want to start this conversation with, you're an amazing person. And these are some of the qualities that I see in you that are absolutely amazing. And you're thriving in these areas. But what I also see is some of the areas, these are the kind of the areas that I see that you can grow in. And if I can just help, you know, share with you some of these areas that you can grow in and give you some feedback. And then maybe, you know, what you can do is take the feedback that I give you and then see if that's something that, you know, resonates with you. If that's something that you're like, yeah, that, you know, maybe I could work on that and then maybe go and work on that. And then we can come back and, you know, reassess of like where you're at and how you've taken the feedback and how you've taken, you know, what I've given you. Now it's helped you grow. And so that I have found with my leaders has been a way better approach than to when they ask for my feedback and just to instantly start giving them feedback. Um, Because they're really asking, yes, they want to grow and yes, they want to be successful. That's the end of the result. But it starts with you first putting some deposits in there of things that they're doing well. And so I told my friend, I said, what you need to do is Every single person, you got to get the benefit of the doubt. And deep down, she's probably a good person. She just doesn't see what she's doing. And some people, they know exactly what they're doing. And it comes from an insecure place. And it comes from fear. And so I told her, I said, when you know that people come from either an insecure place or fear, and the fear is usually of losing something. Losing control, losing a relationship, losing freedom, losing financially, losing their position in their leadership position, and just feel maybe just a fear of of the unknown, a fear of you know this particular person you know she she was being demoted in a way, and I think that they're this particular person 
that my friend was, you know, having to deal with is I said, I think that there's a fear of, you know, what are people going to think of me now that I am no longer at the position that I was. And so when you, when you can come from that place of, of love and grace of like, you know, maybe this is what she's feeling, then speak life into her fear. Cause when you can see the insecurity or see the fear, then you can speak life into that. And so I told my friend, I said, when you call her, tell her what an amazing person she is and that it doesn't matter what position she holds. It's her character that's the most important. And that deep down, you know that she's a great person. You know, speak life of of her leadership attributes because I think that this particular person, she's afraid and she is fearful of what people are going to think when she's no longer in that position, but if you can speak life into who she is as a person, that'll never go away. The positions and titles and goals and different things that are surface things, those will go away. Those will fade. But you as a person, who you are, your personality and your really good traits, those just get better. And so why not speak life into those things if you can see those in your leaders or see those in your husband or see those in your, in your wife or see those in your kids is speak that, speak that life into their character traits because those are things that don't fade away. When we start to praise them for their possessions or start to praise them for their material things or start to praise them for their achievements versus them as a person, that's when people start to get fearful of what are people going to think? Or what if I lose this position? You know, will people still think I'm great? So I said, when you call her, let the emotions subside before you decide. Number two, visualize the outcome that you want, because that will help you start the conversation. And then number three, she's either coming from an insecure place or a fear a fear of loss, a fear of what people think, or a fear, there's a fear there, and there's an insecurity. So speak life first into who she is. And then begin to ask questions. So one of the things that we tend to do is when we have a problem with somebody, or we have a situation at work or whatever, is we know the problem, So we begin to speak the problem to the person. Well, you've been doing blah, 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 right? With our spouses. Well, you didn't take out the trash and you didn't do this and you didn't do that. And what does that put that person in? A defense mode. So you instantly took the rug underneath their feet and made them put their hands up in a fist and say, whoa, back off, right? You put them in instant defense mode. So now you're not going to get the result that you wanted because you're just speaking all the things that you see that are wrong. What you want to do is ask questions. So let me give you an example that I gave her. As I said, when you call her and after you're done speaking life into those things that you see in her as her character, ask her, ask her how she, how she feels this situation is. So say something like this. And I said, just ask her, you know, there's, I know that there's been a lot of turmoil. There's all been a lot of confusion. There's been a lot of miscommunication inside our organization. And I'm reaching out to you because my heart, my heart is just reaching out to you because I want to make sure that you and I are still on the same page. And so I just want to ask you, how do you feel 
about what's going on right now. Like, what are your thoughts? How are you feeling? And then wait for her response. I said, and then once she shares her response, then say, you know, if it's something like, you know, I think it's great. Or if she says, you know, these are some of the, my concerns or, you know, I'm feeling like this. And, and then instantly meet her right there with your heart. Yeah. You know what? I could, I, I sense that. I sense that maybe you were upset, you know, that you, you know, had lost that position, but I just want to remind you, it doesn't matter what position you have. It's who you are as a person. That's what matters. I don't want you to feel like just because you don't have that position anymore that, that you don't have that same leadership in you because you do. And so start to breathe that into her. And now you didn't put her in defense mode. You made her vulnerable because you are vulnerable. And now she's going to open up. And you see this close. I told her, I said, you're going to see this rose that's like super tight. And you're trying to put your nose in to smell it and you can't because it's super tight. But as you begin to breathe on it and as you begin to speak life into it, as you begin to meet her where she's at and as you begin to be vulnerable and as you begin to be more of a friend than in a, in a position of you know dictatorship and pointing down at her, that rose is going to begin to open up. And all of a sudden she's, this, this, she's going to be into, she's going to open up to you and you're going to be able to find the root of what's going on. And it could be something that has nothing to do with her business. And it could have everything to do with something at home. It could be that she's going through something, you know, personally, but you get to get to the root of it. And now you're on the same level and now you're having a conversation and now you're going to get that result that you wanted because you already visualized the outcome and the outcome that you wanted is that the turmoil would cease, that she would feel that she is still a good leader and that the drama would, that the drama would go away and that your team and that your organization would be better off even more going through the situation. That's the outcome that you want. So go ahead and talk to her for that outcome. So my friend took all this advice that I gave her and you guys, it's incredible. This gal, she did have something going on. She found out that her mom had cancer and she just didn't even know how to deal with it. And so rather than, you know, dealing with her emotions in another way, she'd let her emotions run the best of her. And she started to take it out on this, on her organization. And so she, you know, said, can I share with our team what, what you're going through and how we can pray for you? She's like, yes, that'd be great. So this, my friend, she, you know, got on a, on a training call and she had all of her top leaders on this zoom. And she said, Hey, you know, this gal, you know, that's, you know, been causing some issues. You guys we need to pray for her. Her mom has cancer and she really didn't know how to deal with those emotions. And she just kind of took it out on the team. And so, you know, we need to rally behind her and we need to come together as a, as a strong team that we are. And we need to encourage her and, and speak life into her and, and pray for her and her mom that she going through the situation that she would come out better for it. So after this zoom call, all these leaders began to message this gal like, Hey, you know, our leader told us about what's going on. I'm so sorry. However, I can help you. Then there was a meal chain. People were bringing meals to her mom in the hospital. 
And she like became this completely different person. My friend's like, I don't even know who she is. Like she is, she's like a part of our team even more so. And our team is rallying. Like our team is freaking amazing, Natalie. Like they're just crushing it right now in different areas of their life. But they're also like realizing that sometimes things are going on behind the scenes that we don't know about. And so they, they started to give their other leaders the benefit of the doubt that were also maybe having a bad attitude or having situations that were, you know, coming up into their teams and they didn't like the situation or they didn't like what was going on. And so they, they started to get the benefit of the doubt and started to have these conversations with the advice that I gave my friend. And this team began to thrive. And this was only a few weeks ago. So when my friends shared, you know, you've got to share this on your podcast. I was like, you know what? I, okay, I will. And I want to just kind of close with this is there's so many things that I did wrong that got me to this place where I can train and I can share this advice with you all is because I did things wrong. And in my leadership and especially in my very beginning of my leadership, um, I didn't know how to be a leader. You know, I, I spent most of my life being an independent, you know, person. I, ran my own business where I was a hairstylist and I didn't have to lead other people. I just had to lead myself. And so when I started this position of leadership and having to grow and lead thousands of women, I I struggled. I mean, I did not know how to do that. And so I began to read. I mean, I began to read every John Maxwell book I could get my hands on that had leadership in it. Um, any kind of leadership book, um, how to be a visionary leader, how to deal with conflict, how to resolve issues inside your organization. I mean, all these different things. And so I really began to immerse myself in wisdom to be a excellent leader because I wanted to be a great leader. I wanted to be someone that would, could lead my team to do great things. And you can't do that unless the leader first looks an inventory of herself and and says, okay, what, what are areas that I need to change? What are areas that I need to grow in to be a better leader? And one of those areas was definitely in conflict. Um, I, I didn't handle conflict well. And as I learned, and you only learn in going through conflict, it was then that I really began to learn how to see people for truly where they're at, but to also know that there's things beyond the situation and to really get to the heart the root of why there's pain there or why there's an insecurity there or why there's a fear there because it may, just like my friend found out, it may go beyond the situation and there may be something that they're dealing with themselves personally. So give people the benefit of the doubt and give people grace and be that leader, be that leader, be that friend, be that spouse that wants the outcome and visualizes it and starts the conversation with the outcome in mind. Go get it.